No? All right. Well, let's just go back to the basics today. Non means not. Duality means two. This isn't an affirmation of the eternal one. It's not two. Yeah. Duality. And then let's say the uh, where we're sitting right now, dualism, which is the sense of being the object that's being thought about or the subject that's doing the thinking. Yeah. Now, the selfing is a mechanical activity. It's almost the like the theme of the mental processes. And it's a mental process in itself, which is this idea of selfing. Now, selfing is just an activity, thoughts that assume and imply and insinuate that this idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity as a body that represents being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the haver, the loser, the winner. Yeah. So the real claiming is whatever conscious contact brings it in contact with. Yeah. In other words, us brings the mental state into contact with the mental state claims that activity. This is not you doing it. The feeling of you doing it is the product of the mental activity. Yeah. So there's a claiming of it. Now, some people say it takes a half a second or maybe a second and a half or maybe even faster for the arising of this idea of being the doer when doing is noticed or the, uh, the, the arising of the idea of being the seer when seeing is happening or the hearer when hear is, hearing is happening. But it's I don't know what the speed, I don't know if anyone's ever timed it, but it's pretty fast when it comes to a process and all processes are of time. And to me, this is probably the fastest process. So this process of the claiming of what's going on to imply somehow having all or a little or some thing to do with this you, this idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler. Yeah. Now that claiming comes with a narrative and that narration is heard. You can hear it and it speaks seemingly to us as a you. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, a lot of us, the ah uh, you, the ah uh, before the a before the you uh, has dropped out and it's now speaking to us as you. Yeah. It's speaking to you as you. The beauty of when you see the selfing not from the selfing, you'll see it's speaking about a you, a you, any you would do, basically. So this is the movement. I do not believe that any other process can beat this process. And because this process is before every other process, it infects the other processes, yeah? So basically, when you're moving your ass down to the cushion to meditate, it has you as the meditator already. Yeah. So enough examples tell you it's pointless 
to try to beat it. It's sort of like a gunslinger that can't lose, but it can only lose when it's up against being or that which is not of time. Because the gunslinger that is not of time doesn't take any time to pull the gun out. The gun is always out. So the awareness that we are that has been captured and directed by the mental state to be what we call Paul looking, that awareness can see the selfing, can see the manufacturing of Paul, can see the claiming of the doing to imply the doer. And it can also see the sequence that the doing is first and then the doer is next. When we get trans, when that, that sequence gets translated to us, it has it the other way. It has the doer first and the doing second. Yeah. But when you see it from what you are, you see there's the doing and then there's the idea of being the doer. Again, when you're not seeing this, you're looking from the effects and the effects of the claiming has the doer before the doing. Yeah. If you just simply for five seconds see the essential need of the seeing for there to be a seer, and there is absolutely no need for there to be a seer for seeing to occur. The seer completely depends on the claiming of the seer, the seeing, but the seeing does, does not need any idea of being a seer, yeah? So when there's seeing, there's that feeling, there's a sense that is captured and used to imply that there's a seer. And now the seer is actually before the seeing and the seer becomes the historical seeing. It becomes the historical seer. It's trippy, man. You know, yeah, let's say something weighed on you for a second. It would be quite different if it weighed on you for 50 years, yes? If something leaned on you and you could feel it and immediately it would lose an influence. But if something's leaning on you for 50 years, you don't even know it's leaning on you. Yeah, because it seems to have always been leaning on you. So the selfing has an incredible trick. It tells us it's already a self, yeah? So you don't see the process that implies the self. You see the process as you selfing, yeah? That the self is historical. So every time there's a claiming of seeing, it holds a historical uh, wallop, yeah? So the convincing is just... If every time there was seeing, the seeing was used to imply a seer, there would be a whole, a whole lot of implying there's a seer, yes? Because there's a whole lot of seeing, there's a whole lot of hearing, there's a whole lot of feeling, there's a whole lot of tasting, there's a whole lot of touching, there's a whole lot of doing. So there's, it never runs out to, to uh, with, you know, it never runs out of pointers. It uses everything that's going on to imply a story that it's going on to you, yeah? This is the bondage of self. It's of time. And what we are is not of time. So as Jesus says, hey, you and I are in this world, but we're not of this world. So just do a cursory idea of what it feels like to be in this world. 
It feels like a person. It feels like I'm an, a unique individual that's having a subjective experience. There's time, there are things, there's space. Yeah. All right. Feel it, feel it. And then Jesus gives you the negation and you're not of it. So you're in this world, but you're not of this world. Yeah. See, the way the head, it uses the, the sense or the interpretation that you're in this world to convince us that we're of this world. And it constantly keeps repeating, if you're in, you're of. If you're in, you're of. If you're in, you're of. And therefore, the only option, if you're uncomfortable in, is to attempt to get out when the true option is you're not of. Yeah? And this is the message of non-duality. This isn't about, all right, you see the problem and you vow, you make a vow not to do it. This isn't that. You, the problem is presented to you, there's an acknowledgement, and then what reacts and grows and arises, you see is not you. And then if there's another reaction, you see that is not you. And that what happens? The whole thing fucking fizzles out. If it goes the other way, it builds momentum in time. If it goes backwards, it fizzles out in time. Yeah. And this is the basis of traveling lighter. Every fucking mental plant gets stunted. It never fucking blooms in most cases. So, and I humbly believe you are what you're looking for. The seeker is the sort, S-O-U-G-H-T. What you are, what you're looking for is what's looking. I sincerely believe that. So what would happen? What would be affected if you entertained what's looking is what you're looking for? Don't you believe what the looking for would severely change? If that which is looking for, the message landed, is that which you're looking for, would there be a lot of looking for it anymore? Of course not, yes? There would be a resting in that which you were trying to seek, seek, seek to arrive at and rest. You would be resting from all the seeking and the, all the arrival. Yeah, you'd be free from the need to be liberated. You will be freed from it. You will lose interest. Yeah, in the next radical, amazing, transcendent practice, because you know every practice takes time and there's a process before every practice. And it's, it's using the practice to reinforce and produce the exact opposite effect we're hoping the practice would produce. It's reinforcing that which we would like to see diminished. Yeah, because it's not the process itself. It's being completely influenced by the previous process, which is the selfing, which is the claiming. Yeah, so the meaning of the selfing gets injected into the process that you believe has a different meaning. This is gonna bring me salvation. When does it bring you salvation? If retreats worked, you'd probably do one of them. If you're on your 38th retreat, something's off or something's working perfectly. From the point of view of the mental state, sign up for a long retreat. 
because everything you do to get out of you is going to reinforce the you you want to get out of. Yeah? Not because the action is doing it, but the meaning that's been given to the action by this first process. Yeah? You cannot beat selfing. You can just see it from somewhere else, somewhere before it. If you see it after it, you believe you're the seer of it. That's the product of selfing. If you see it before it, there's no seer. There's awareness of it. There's not you aware of it. There's awareness of the you. That's completely different. Completely different where we're directed through processes. We're directed the process to be is to be the one that sees it. No, the one that sees it ain't seeing it. Yeah, there's just seeing of it. It's beautiful. It's super clean. Yeah, lose interest, lose interest, and it doesn't turning into it doesn't turn into a gaining of interest in self. This is what happens if the identification as self is in place. You sign up for a two year course to lose interest in self. That's interest in self. Yeah, when self gets interested in losing interest in self, that's interest in self. You can't get out of it. That's the great news. You're not in it. The greatest news is when you finally realize you're not going to get it. And it's followed with a hallelujah. Instead of being bummed out and frustrated and totally, totally, totally fucking pissed off, it's a hallelujah. The relief is unbelievable. Yeah? Because you're not going to get it. <laughs> it's the great news. The great news is you're not going to get it because if you really sit there, it's going to tell you because you are it. Yes. If you don't jump to a, a mental conclusion and just sit in that pause, you're going to be informed you have a, upon having never left. Yes. It's always been this way and it's always going to be this way. And in every point of any moment in time has never left the here and now. Yeah, so here we are. So we're passing on a message that I heard. Yeah, and I remember when I was hearing it, one of the times I remember it felt like an unspoken yes. It just was reverberating. I've never, never felt such a an affirming of anything in my life. And then over time, I saw it as the last answer because it took any need for any other answer away. It was beautiful, especially about this topic of life and death and where am I going or what's happening, which had a lot of interest for me to have that fucking thing put to rest. Yeah. And see, there's no need for any other answer concerning this topic. Yeah, it's beautiful. You get to have a real fucking full Wednesday. Yeah. You do. It's just, you know, you're always here. You're awake, asleep. You're never not here. Yeah, so I hope it can be conveyed in your own way. However, that lens is going to refract this light, but you're going to see it. And I hope it's going to provoke a, a traveling lighter and uh, being freed from the need to be liberated and to transcend and to get it. And Because what happens if you believe you get it? You're going to believe you can lose it. Yeah, there's no peace there. Is there? not in time. If you're in peace right now and you believed you did something to get there, 
your head is cooking up. You can do something not to get there in a couple of hours. <laughs> That's not peace. That's not peace. Yeah. And this is a, this is a peace that passeth. I think they said understanding. I would say passeth your understanding. That's all that you need to know. This is a peace that passeth your understanding, meaning you don't get it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Put it to rest, really. I mean, I'm looking at a Zoom. I don't know how many squares. Let's say 40 squares. Let's say 40 squares by six years. That would be six, eight. I don't know. 240 years of spiritual seeking. And where are you on a Wednesday night at Zen Bitchla? <laughs> that should tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> where have i been for the last 30 years right here <laughs> i mean really maybe you thought you loved birds but there was one bird you really loved which was a canary and then you you finally, as the Cheshire cat swallowed that canary, you now know the bird that you would love. It's the canary. Yeah. So <laughs> once you get that you're not going to get it, it becomes the next nanosecond you can fall in, you are it. It's just the inevitable conclusion that your mental state tries to run around all the time. It, you just fall into that conclusion that you are it. Yeah. Mysterious as it is, you are it. Yeah. So this is the negation of non-duality. You are the seeing or you are the awareness of what you're not. So you are the seeing of what you're not. That's how it works. It ping pongs off the seeing of what you're not and it registers what you are yeah all the while being what you are but it doesn't seem to register to us here but when you ping it off of what you're not it hits you and there's a sense of finally the i am without the name paul on it yeah the i am and i figure the only way to get this ricochet shot is negation tell you the truth it's through negation that you arrive at where you already are. Yeah. So I'm not that. I'm not that. And after a while, hey, I am the seeing of what I'm not. That's all I can. That's as far as I can go with knowing. And then it's just a sense feltness. Yeah. Yeah. And then the presence that was being co-opted and used by the head to imply the existence of Paul, you now see it as the existence. Yeah. The I am is shed sheds off the name Paul, and now it's the I am. So now that presence that the mental state used to fucking cause a lot of anxiety and everything else like that, now is the presence that we can rest in. Yeah. Yeah. And from there, you see the manufacturer of Paul. And it's really a manufacturer of a you. And the dilemma with many of us, the uh has been seemingly forgotten, and now we call it you. Yeah. And then, of course, in time, the you 
has an incredible like a bar mitzvah at 12 and it's crowned me where then you're really fucked yeah once the you becomes a special you called me <laughs> you bought a house at the end of the cul-de-sac of the uh <laughs> the neighborhood called the ash of self <laughs> you better have a divine proctologist number in your roller deck because you're going to need it. <laughs> oh, I know the speed is <laughs> No. <laughs> it's a, a gigaflap. A gigaflap. And it's a, 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 a trilloflap. A oh. gigaflap is 300 million neural circuits moving at a nanosecond. Wow. Oh. And a trilofap is the rest of the cells of the body. There's no way that you can beat a trillion. I know. And look at, and could you imagine that this incredible, powerful uh, ability has been turned into making an idea called self? <laughs> I think it could be put to better use, yeah. <laughs> it's been this giant reservoir of potentiality has been claimed by a very myopic view called the mental process. <laughs> and now it uses all of this potentiality just to keep informing us that we're a self. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, see, the beautiful thing of time, there is something that can influence time that's not of time, yeah? I think that's where we stand or lay, yeah? I believe Jesus said, you know, we're in this world, which is a world of time and shit, but we're not of it. So whatever the world is, we're not of that. And you can have to, you have to say time has a huge role in this world, and yet we're not of time. So from what we're of, we can see what we're not in. Yeah. What we're seemingly in can't see a fucking way out, obviously. Every way out just turns it back into the in. Yeah. To me. We're talking about addiction somewhat today, but I have my experience with cocaine addiction where I would do anything for it, really. I would, uh, it wasn't much fun. You'd have a rush and then the rest was hell mostly, but you seem to be willing to put up with that just to get that little bit of relief you thought. But it was really something took you over. Yeah. But all the while, and I was into in it deep, you know, my devotion to that way of life, I would put up with any spiritual devotee in the annals of spirituality. I really would. Yet never, never, not once did I think I was cocaine. Never. Never. There was a boundary that never got crossed. I believe in the mental state, the addiction, yeah, of the mental state to this idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, is the drug. So we're, we actually have taken ourselves to be the drug of the mental state. 
And I can only measure it to the addiction I had with cocaine, where I went really, really down, really, really far down, yet I never even got close to thinking I was cocaine. Yet we're starting as that thing, the cocaine is now seen here as the thinker and the doer and the feeler and the taster and the toucher. Yeah. And what happens when you try to deal with an addiction as that which is addicted? It doesn't fucking work, yes? It just goes on and on. I have never met a person that did tons of coke and finally one day said, I'm satiated. I've been brought to the nirvanic state. Thank you, coke. I'm going to give all my coke away to everyone. I'm totally content and satisfied. No. It just keeps ripping you new ones. Yeah. It's not going to end. There's no statute of limitations. It just goes on and on and on because it's erroneous. Our attempts to get out of it reinforce it. If you don't see these like glitches of the system, you're going to be at the effect of it usually. The mental logic is is insane when you see it from outside of it. It's insane. Yeah. When it says it doesn't, it's something's paradoxical. It's only it's paradoxical because wrong thinking can't get what works. Yeah. And the self-centeredness of this system, it's a myopic view. Yeah. It can't see the panoramic. It can conceptualize, it can mimic it. It can try to commoditize it and make it an experience, but it can't see anything other than the way it sees itself, which is myopically, yeah? But the panoramic of that which is before these ideas of time sees the myopic. And by seeing the myopic, you come to a beautiful conclusion. I'm not that. Finally, not a form of denying it, but a form of negating it. It's completely different than a mental denial. A mental denial is it's taking something so real it can't handle it. Negation is is taking away the reality that was presupposed and assumed. It was never real. It's never going to be real. And that's what non-duality brings about. It negates the uh, misassumptions we have about things. That's all it does. It doesn't even give you new, new understandings. It hopes you have a vision basically. And you do have a vision. You have awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Awareness is what lights up all understandings. Understandings don't necessarily light up awareness, but awareness lights up all understandings. Yeah. So, and that's what we are. This worked with me. I got washed up. First, I got struck sober. 35 years ago. And not only that, because that being struck sober probably would have died on the vine in a day or two. I was introduced to a way of life that I needed as an action figure. Yeah. And the way of life was recovery. And I learned how to face life successfully a day at a time because my real problem wasn't getting loaded. It was living sober. That was the thing I couldn't pull off. Yeah. I was just outmatched and fucking you know, the selfing was just unbelievable. Really unbelievable. Yeah. I remember when my father got sick 
uh, I was six years old, I think six. My father got very ill. And so my mother sat me down and talked to me about it and telling me, you know, dad's not going to be able to play with you as much. And they brought Dr. Jan Quinto, our family doctor. He explained to me why my father wasn't going to play ball with me. He's too sick. He has to stay home. And I understood what they were saying, but how I felt was what did I do to cause my father not to want to play with me? This is the insanity of selfishness, self-centeredness. And what my whole life after that was to do was to become fucking irresponsible because I thought I was responsible for fucking everything. And alcohol and drugs succeeded. Yeah. No one invited me to family weddings or anything like that. I won. Yeah. And then I came into AA. And the thing I was confronted with is the greatest wave, first wave of recovery is seeing your role in things. Yeah. By doing the inventory process. And here I was to come back and hopefully a more proportionate responsibility, not thinking I'm responsible for everything, but seeing just my role in shit that happened concerning resentments and fears and, and acting out and hurting people in the pursuit of what I want. Yeah, not a large spectrum. Just look at a few topics and see. All right. So I did that. I finally got it my role in things. And when I started looking at my role in things, lo and behold, I saw something else's role in things. Yeah. I saw a mental movement that I like to call like a parasitical movement or a foreign pathogen, or as my friend says, an, an installment. I saw something else had a huge, huge role in my life and was compelling me, driving me decisions were made on this thing self that put me in these positions to be hurt yeah i finally by looking finally at my role i saw its role and then the final kibosh was non-duality it just fucking knocked out the phantom completely yeah because i had seen any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success i had seen it i knew something had defeated something in me yeah i do not believe you hate yourself i do not believe that i do not believe you're your own worst enemy i do not fucking believe that i believe that something may be running you that has its its interest way above your interests yeah and basically is using you for transportation yeah to reinforce its own storyline it has a conclusion that it's trying to prove yeah the conclusion is you're not becoming self. You not don't have a you don't you can that you already are one. Yeah. And basically all you're left with that is the possibility is I hope to get out of it. And after attempts to get out of it, you just want a little relief if you're an addict, active addict. And a shot of Coke is enough relief that's worth the 23 hours and 58 minutes of suffering that are going to come after. That's insane, eh? To be driven to that point where you would do almost anything, pay any consequence tomorrow to get a relief from this unbearable, seemingly ever-present dis-ease, discomfort, and anxiety. Yeah? Well, there is a solution for that. And in the beauty of non-duality, there is no solution in the non-duality. It tells you what you think is the problem that needs a solution, there is no problem. 
Therefore, there's no need for a solution. That's the message. Yes? Yeah. So just follow the claiming and follow it not to the first stop, not to the second stop. Tell the truth about what's reacting and what's reacting to the what's reacting. And then it's done. It fizzles out. And there you are left unadorned. The emperor has no clothes and the I am is pulsating. And I believe, humbly believe, presence is undirected interest and attention. Yeah? Yeah. The mental state constantly th th drives our interest and attention into wild goose case chases just to keep it from recognizing that unsuspected inner resource, which is the I am. Once it finds that, it rests there. Yes? It has enough interest to deal with a day. And now that presence that so many people in spiritual seeking are looking for hither and thither is you. It is the you that you're not. It's the underlying you. You are the I am. The end of the road is there. The last answer is there. The unspoken yes is there. Yeah. And now you just get on with your day. Or not. Yeah. So, yeah, Where's, who's running this show? Michael? Gary and I. <laughs> like, uh, anyone have any, the hand up? No. Well, great. That's good. <laughs> we can start saying goodbye. Yeah. First, I want to say hello to Anu. Yes, always a pleasure. And every time I say goodbye, it's just a short respite to the next hello, honey. How yeah. are you, Paul? Good to see I'm, you. I'm good. I'm having. It's a pleasure to see my old friend and his son, and always a pleasure to spend time with Amelia. There she is. Yeah. Hey, Amelia. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Emerson, nice to see you in Long Beach. Marty, Craig May, yes, yeah, Richard H, Gary, as always. Nice to see you, Gary. I'm happy you're looking better every time. Really, hun, you know, it's nice, bro. You must have gone through a lot, and it's nice to come out the other side. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it feels that way. Slow, but sure. That's great, man. And we have an iPhone that has a hat and a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to see you, iPhone. Lisa from Alabama. Wow. Nice to see you, Lisa. Alan. Alan, I'm gonna we're gonna be seeing each other in uh Sicily. It's pretty it's gonna yeah. be happening pretty shortly, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> as unprepared as I was last year. <laughs> Andrew Pigram. Nice to see you, Andrew. Mike M. is a pit bull. It's nice. Right? Zoe Banks. Our Arkansas teacher. Well, Susanna W. 
Susanna, yes, I, I got the uh, your message. We can just give me a call. I'll talk to you all about it. Yeah. What's with these texting? You can call, yeah? talk. Yeah, Lynn D. Yes, Matt. Oh, Matt to everyone. Hello, great to be here. Oh, that's cool. Cassandra B. She's very, uh, JP Fletch has a phone. Uh, I think I hit everybody. If anyone have anything, oh, Simon, Krishna, oh, Brandon. Nice to see Brandon here. Joseph, uh, PK, PK, just say something, all right? Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for being here. I've, you know, caught some of the uh, meetings, you know, uh, listening, playback and stuff. But you yeah. know what's amazing? Uh, for a long time, I was trying to get it, you know, and taking notes and like everything you were saying, like writing down, you know, it was just like, then I realized, you know, like you said, you know, like, I feel like I never left. I'm never coming back because I never left. But what you did, what you helped me to do, I think you facilitated me converting what I had such uh, beliefs that were, what's it called again? There's a word, not disconjunct, uh, you know, like I want to say um, a conflict, conflictive thoughts within. Oh, yeah. You know, like I forgot. Cognitive There's a word for dis cognitive, cognitive disorder. Yeah. So like, but for me, for so long, I was hanging on these beliefs and, you know, for, I really feel in a way you facilitated me in finding relief. <laughs> I don't have to write anything down. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. So I really, you know, I'm, I feel like in a way, you know, uh, just so uh, honored and grateful to have, you know, to, uh, have shared space with you and, and for you to, you know, almost like giving me a jump start, but I never needed the jump start because it's all, but I love how you do it too with, with like, I think with the program of recovery for certain parts of our life, it's a beautiful thing. And then other parts of our life, the whole thing needs to just be torn down and it doesn't even get torn down. Like I love one of the things you said that really stuck with me when we were talking about spiritual stuff and we were saying, how could I be a spiritual being if I got to brush my teeth? I got to put deodorant on so I don't smell. It's like, like, so there's that conflict of being an animal, but then being that the thinker or the feeler, or the direct experiencer. And I just love it. You know, I just feel like you just lifted a load off me. And then whenever like, I listen to you, I'll, when I'm driving and stuff, I'll listen and I'll be like, you know, in a way, I don't even need to hear because you're telling us what, we already know what we are, but I still love listening to it because it's like listening to John yeah. Coltrane, you know, or Love Supreme, or like music that you like listening to. Yes. Or like going listening to the rain or watching a waterfall, like your voice and what you're saying beyond the words, it's just really soothing. So for that, I am really, if there was a me, there isn't a me, but if there was, <laughs> I would really, you know, I would really, uh, you know, so I'm working on a song, a song which would be, 
I'm never coming back, but I but I never left, you know. Yeah. I never coming back because I never left. <laughs> but I nah, I just love, you know, I I love the way you uh put it out there. And it's just such an amazing, you know, your story echoes, I think, everybody in the room here in the squares have a similar journey that brought us to this moment right here now. So I think the way you tell it, it's so Oh, you know, it's like, uh, what was the dude with the heroes archetypes and all that shit? You know, it's almost like the way you tell it, it's like an everyman story that you can identify, especially if you've been in the throes of addiction. You've directly experienced that. People that have, there's something about being in the rooms and the squares with other people that you really have this connection because of this direct experience that we've we've had. Other people that can drink and smoke and do whatever they want, burn down buildings or rob people and it doesn't bother them. Hey, well, those are different types of folks, you know, and, yes. you know, Hey, I wish everybody goodness, you know, but I just love it. So thank you for bringing, you know, bringing me into, uh, you know, to a whole different way of living, you know, I mean, I did it all myself if there was a me, but you were like the facilitator. <laughs> yeah. All right. PK. Pleasure. I hope uh, he uh, makes, you know, frequent visits back to Zoom. Yeah. Like you said, you know, you, you, you know, you never, if you get it, you never need to come back, but you know, something feels good about coming back too. It's like Long Island. There's something in the water. <laughs> it's Long Island. So thank you again. Yeah. yeah. Long Island iced teas. Don't, don't, you don't, you don't want to even have one drop of those because it could be, it might be a dead end that you may not be able to get out of. So. Always very suspicious. Anything that comes before the word Long Island, words Long Island, yes. Yes. A free trip to Long exactly. Island, no. So thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> free room and board in Long Island, no. <laughs> now Long Island's beautiful, a lot of it, yeah. No. Yeah. Hey. Nice to see you, PK. So, uh, yeah, me, thanks again, man. I appreciate being welcome. here with yeah. everybody yes everyone's happy to see you i'm sure oh we got nor nor is a neighbor of ours we usually see him saturday nice to see you nor oh lisa we got lisa she's got the crocodile head on now andrew i think we're done with that uh i think i covered everyone if anyone has a question uh I'm contracted to speak till eight o'clock. So there's 12 more minutes left. But uh, if it's, if it's all I right. Got a, I got a question, Paul. Hmm? I got a question. All Let right. me put my camera on. Uh, first of all, oh, I, as always, thank you so much. Like it's been about a year and a half since I've been listening and it's kind of clicking a little bit enough to where there's a recognition of the self and selfing. Hmm. Yeah. And specifically the manifestations of self. The more I write inventory or help other people get through this work, it's so obvious that there's no way of entirely getting rid of self without God's aid, without seeing the truth about this. So I appreciate that. And it was never, if it was, it was, I didn't hear it, how that was presented. But what I heard you say, and I don't know if I'm putting this in my own words, is like, it's kind of like you've come to the conclusion that there's no conclusions. 
with the spiritual path or with the beginning, the end. I mean, it just feels. Well, like you're the conclusion, literally. Oh, okay. You are. So uh, the conclusion doesn't, isn't looking for a conclusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In other words, the answer is never asking any questions when the answer is seen. So the conclusion is, uh, it doesn't announce it's the conclusion. <laughs> right. So a lot of shit stops. Yeah. A lot of things that you thought were really a part of living and that they were as common as your breath stop. A lot of tributaries where interest and attention was just getting lost, get dried up. And that interest mm -hmm. and attention now enriches your day. Yeah. Yeah. So we are the conclusion that we would love to arrive at. And the great news is that which would love to arrive at it is in us. And then there's the conclusion. Yeah. Mm. It's a negation of the assumption of this affirming Paul and Paul finally arriving or getting to the conclusion. And it's negating that idea of Paul. And what, what is revealed, if you want to say it, you can say it in thousands of words, but it's more of a sense feltness is you're, it's concluded. Yeah, mm. it's over. It's finished. This whole idea of using what you are to look for what you are. Yeah, it's just, you know, the whole idea of using the Buddha to seek the Buddha, using mind to seek mind, using light mm. to seek light. Yeah, you've realized that the Buddha was covered with this idea of Paul, and Paul was actually doing just that. The idea of Paul was using the Buddha to seek for the Buddha. So that put an end to a lot of shit. A mm. lot of shit was concluded by recognizing that it's sort of like going into that shoe store and you don't know what fits or what size you have, but when you put a shoe that finally fits, it tells you it fits. You don't have to look at it, oh, it's an 11, and now know the size of your foot. You before you know the size of your foot and the name of you know eleven or not, it fits. You have the sense of it fitting. Yeah, that's all that's necessary here. That's the conclusion. Yeah, and then there's a loss of interest in recovery. We call it in self that everything pivots on. A loss of interest in self triggers all this other possibility. And therefore, by seeing that, you can see an incredible, inordinate amount of interest in self limits tons of possibilities. You can see the dual, you can see the other side of the coin. So when you hear the loss of interest triggers all this, you realize it was the incredible obsessive interest in self that was limiting everything. Yeah. It wasn't that you couldn't reach your goals you weren't going to reach your goals because you were bound by this idea of self. So maybe you could reach 12 feet, but wearing that suit of self, you can only reach six feet. Your potential is 12, but with the bondage of self, you can only reach six. Yeah. So this is, this satsang brings you to a conclusion. It does. Non-duality brings you to a conclusion. And it's not the end of the race. 
it says it's it's before all the races, yeah? So the conclusion isn't at the end of the story. It's before the fucking story. That's where, and therefore you can travel lighter through the story. You don't have to wait traveling heavy, heavy, heavy for that great lightness when it's finally concluded. It's been concluded already. And now there's an expression called this action figure's life and you travel lighter through it because you're not arriving at the conclusion. You're starting from the conclusion. Yes, mm -hmm. this is the correction of non-duality. Yeah, we're looking for the start as a goal. Yes, where we start from in the head has made into this future goal that may take lifetimes for you to arrive at. You are there. The conclusion has already been met. Yeah. You see it? This is what time does. It takes what's already available and makes it seemingly not available by looking for it in a future moment. This is, we had a whole little stick on that called the here, there with the, uh, the idea of the couch. Yes. So just as a quick thing, there's the guy having, he's feeling pretty good. He has a nice little studio apartment. Everything's going well. Sunday morning, he's reading the paper and then he sees a beautiful, like uh, all full color display of a couch. And then he looks around his apartment and he notices he doesn't have a couch. And then he's starting to think, if I had a couch, I'd probably meet a girl and maybe I'd have conceived my first child on that couch. And he gets so into this couch, right? That he starts working and saving money and he can't wait to get in, he buys a couch and he can't wait for it to be delivered. He, he sets out a thing on Facebook for a couch party. No one fucking reserves, no one shows up. The couch finally arrives and now, the, the there that he's been working all these years to get to arrives and there it is. He takes the plastic off the couch and then in a minute he sees he needs to get some matching lamps. So now that the mythical there that was better than every here becomes another fucking here. And now it has to look for lamps and it goes on and on and on. And it can only do that if it has moved the conclusion from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And this is what non-duality is negating. It's negating that story of that long, long, long journey to the conclusion and saying you are the conclusion now. It's beautiful, eh? It cuts the legs of space and time out of it. So, yes. We're all concluded and we're waiting for a conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> just so you're not waiting for a conclusion. Do not try to stop waiting for the conclusion. Just see you're not waiting for the conclusion. Do not try to bring smartness to that which is ignorant. Let its ignorance reveal itself, please. Yes? You'll see you're not that. It's going to show all its thumbs. It's going to... It reveals itself. This is the beauty of non-duality. The beauty of non-duality sucks up some shit to the surface so you can see it yeah so yes we are the conclusion looking for the conclusion with the conclusion, for the conclusion. yeah all right thanks let's move on another one pk do you want it you have a virtual hand up yeah i have another question share 
Yeah, I just wanted to make an observation that I wanted to show you yes, something. Go ahead. Do you know that this shirt, remember this self can't get out of self shirt? Yeah, yeah. I bought one from Zen Bitch Slap, and I want you to see what it says now. All right. I don't know if you can see it, but it, it doesn't say anything. <laughs> the self can't get out of self. The actual words have, you know, have uh, disintegrated or dissipated or so it's just a plain <laughs> black shirt now but i do love the fabric is very the fabric is very um it's um what do they call it like vicose or something like there's some sort of something about the fabric i love the shirt but it, it doesn't does. even say self can't get out of self so there it is it, it <laughs> totally right? dismantles and obliterates <laughs> the same right I love it. There you go. <laughs> nice. I want my money back. Use, uh, nice it could only, it could only happen shirt. by the by the wearing of the shirt. That's how great... we moved from that company to another company. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you see that it's by wearing the shirt that it was it. Yeah, yeah. Not chanting it, wearing it. Yeah. When you uh, see self can't get out of self, that's uh, that's like one of the backbones of the conclusion. Yeah. When you see that self cannot get out of self, oh, it's just a beautiful... How many things have you tried? Yeah. I had a flash once when something looked over my whole life from a certain point on, like from six to 40 something. And the basic theme of all of it was self trying to get out of self. It was, that was the whole drive. Everything was seen as a way of trying to get out of something. Yeah. As that something, which I didn't know. I thought it was Paul trying to get out of self. I did. And it made sense to Paul to try to get out of self. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Paul, a.k.a. self, got caught in the statement of all statements, self can't get out of self. But once I got it, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's been concluded. That case has been closed. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Where I think we've uh, we've uh, what's how do you spend? Uh, I think we spend out welcome. We're ready. We gotta get out of here. Zen Mark's looking at us strangely. No, we gotta get back to the house. Amelia gave me this order before the talk. She says, "Don't make it a long talk," and it's starting to happen. So just blame her. See, look at her. She's the woman behind the non-person. She's running the whole show. Yeah. Yes. I haven't announced her as my lineage holder, so don't rush. Uh, there's no Sri Amelia in the near future. Yeah, or Amelia Nand. <laughs> you know. Mama Mia. Yeah. Sri Mama Mia. <laughs> Hold your horses there. I'm not left yet, supposedly. All right. Hey, thanks, everyone. Kerry, thanks so pleasure. Much. And uh, Dana's not here. I'll tell him.
everyone else. Oh, Mike back. Mike's back. Mike's Mike Z has been a backbone of zenbitchslap.com. Yeah, he's helped immensely to allow this, whatever this is called, to, you know, to regularly come out. Yeah. So whatever. What is that thing? Hey, yeah. 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 We, we care a lot about you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, even though you don't like landscaping conversations. <laughs> I, love I love landscaping. <laughs> I know. All right. I think I hit everyone. Hey, it's a pleasure to see everybody. Thank you so much. And we'll be here. You know, there's going to be a new schedule next week. We're not going to be here. Well, we're going away for three weeks, but I think we're going to be able to do the Saturday ones. Yeah, because they're at 10 o'clock at night, but we're going to it'll be in the schedule. I'll send it to we'll talk. I'll talk to Michael about it. There'll be a new schedule, but there's definitely not going to be a meeting next Tuesday, both meetings, nor Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. No meeting. We're, we're flying Monday. So. OK, uh, you're flying Monday, the 25th. Right. Yes. yes. So nothing on the twenty sixth. Okay. No, nothing on the twenty sixth. Uh, and she'll let me know about the twenty seventh, twenty eighth. No, the twenty seventh will be out too. So twenty sixth, twenty seventh. So Thursday the twenty eighth, maybe. Uh maybe, and Saturday for sure. Yeah, the first Saturday, Saturday for sure. Yes. Okay, so I'll say we'll cancel. Do it, we'll do it off. We'll do it off air, bro. I'll call you tomorrow. All right. But I'll cancel tonight, the twenty sixth. 